You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. On deck for today, guys, we got some local news, an Alderman report with our good friend Dale Dickerson. Of course, some dad jokes. Always got to sneak those in there. Got yeah. a good, short, motivational message. Of course, our random facts and stories you're likely to know, and a big sports station. Uh, it is going to be a big one. We have lots of stuff going on, big nights for a couple of our teams, and a little yeah. bit of a conversation we got to have about some college football in there, some, some stuff that happened, and we want to get a little debate going back and forth on this yeah. one. So looking forward to it, <laughs> looking forward to it. Tay, how was your week, brother? Not, not too bad, not too bad. Ready to go for another one. Uh, got to get through these next two weeks till our next three-day weekend, brother. Yes, yes, fall break is it's yeah. upon us. Is upon it us. is upon us. That's exactly right. But yes. everything's going pretty good. How about you? Man, I can't complain. Had We had homecoming this week. And, oh, boy. Um, it was a big one. And I'm kind of the guy who's in charge of just about majority Everything. of things homecoming. You know? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's one of the things I appreciate. They were just relinquishing it to me and trusting me to say, mm-hmm. hey, if Sims is doing it, we know it's going to go good. And everything else, and so we, uh, I have a couple amazing teachers. I'm gonna give props out to one of them, and that is Miss Hurdle, uh, just my right hand. We, uh, you know, yeah. she helps plan and prepare the entire parade. We get people involved. We had over 55 participants. Wow, in the float. that's good. That's Huge. outstanding. Um, yeah, you know, and then we went and had a, a great pep rally. You know, we do lights, smoke, music. You know, competitions with teachers and students, dancing, yeah. the works, the spirit stick, and it's a it's a it's a great fun time. Kids have a big time, and I get to be the guy who runs it all, and it's it's fun. You know, yeah. You know, we're, yeah. But you and I are both very similar to that we don't mind talking in front of big groups and having fun no. doing it, Mm-mm. and. Um, there's some people in the building, you know, you try to have them a mic, they'll turn bright red and tinkle down their leg. And that's, you know, that's. Yeah, we, we love to hear ourselves talk. No, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Oh, absolutely. Hence, we're podcast hosts. Go figure. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Name two other people better than us, right? <laughs> <laughs> Great show. See everybody next that's week. Right, yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But, you know, it is what it is, man. So I can't complain. We came out with a W on Friday night. Can't wait to talk about it on football and Good. sports section and stuff. So it is what it is. But, you know what else has been? good to us man is this weather but before we talk about it you know we're going to talk about our good friend brian couch guys that's with team couch and birch realty guys if you are looking to do any real estate of any kind buy sell anywhere here in desoto county especially olive branch please go over to the website teamcouch.com and check out my friend brian and his team just been voted number one in the district in the county all the way around here do a phenomenal job i've used him personally uh, t here is going to be using him personally here soon uh you know when we can tell you from personal experience this is the people you want to work with you're going to take care of you here i'll even let brian say a few words to wrap it up hey zach thanks for having me this is brian couch with team couch at birch realty group the market is really starting to heat up for this summer and i would love to talk to you individually at any time about your personal house you can reach me at my office at 662-449-1700 or call me anytime on my cell at 901-461-7653. Thanks. I look forward to talking with you. All right, T, what are we looking like for our weather, big dog? Well, the only thing I can tell everybody is this. Y'all remember how it was last week? Yeah. Remember that and add maybe three or four degrees to it. <laughs> Got another great week of weather. I mean, it's going to be mostly sunny every day throughout the week. Highs are going to be in the mid to upper 80s. And then right now they're forecasting for the following week. Uh, things should start getting a little bit cooler and becoming more fall-like. Man, but, you it know, is. It, is, it is officially fall now. Summer is over. Finite in the books. 
Yeah, with high 80s. Yes, it feels like fall. With high 80s. But, it's, <laughs> but, it, got it, but it got its pink slip. It won't be back for, you know, until June. So, anyway, it's out. It's on vacation. There you go. There it's you on go. hiatus. Appreciate that, big dog. It, mm-hmm. It's been suspended. <laughs> I can keep going if you want. No, nah, we're going to hold off. Right there. We're going to hold okay, off. Okay, good deal. Yeah. All right, good deal. All right, guys, it's time for our local news. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good friends, Michael Hatcher and Associates. Guys, if you're looking for a new career, a new job, something different, something where you get outside, work with a team that's really going to take care of you. But not only this, you're going to get better pay and better benefits where you feel appreciated for the work and effort you put in place. Then you need to go over to HatcherLandscape.com right now. Look at all the jobs they have available and the career opportunities you can do to change your life in a positive way. And you want to work for a company that's really going to take care of you? I'm serious. So go over there, check out HatcherLandscape.com. Look at all the jobs they have. They have been a big supporter of our podcast. And I promise you, everybody that's gone over there and worked for them has not regretted it. You could be another one of those people. Go today. Tell you what are we looking like for our news, brother? Well, we've got a few things going on. First of all, we want to give everybody a little warning, a heads up out there. There's another scam that's going on where callers are calling people and telling them they this time they're telling them they need to go to the sheriff's department to take care of some business and that that person should stay on the phone with them until they reach the sheriff's office. Unfortunately, we have a, a phone number tied to this. It's a, it's a Mississippi number. It's 662-478-3065. If you see that number come up, Either don't answer it, or if you pick it up, just start screaming like a banshee, doing something to get them off off of you. Don't give them any money, okay? This scam and others uh, to which the caller claims to be with the DeSoto County Sheriff's Department, all they're trying to do is extort money from you. Don't We're not going to bore you with any more details or anything like that. Just ignore it or hang up, okay? However, there are some tips we do want to give you. Uh, for so that you don't fall for anything like this. First of all, no deputy or police officer will ever ask you for money over the phone, claiming that you have a warrant out for you or a missed jury duty or a bond for a relative. That's just not the that's just not the way it works. Second of all, no legit organization, especially tied to any kind of government, whether it's local, state, or federal, is going to take a p- payment over the phone via Cash App or Venmo gift cards, Western Union, bank transfer, etc. That's just not the way they operate. So just keep in mind, don't answer numbers that you don't know. Uh, I've, I've had that mantra for years now. So when I see a number come up and I don't know who you are, I, I let it go to voicemail. If it's important enough, they'll leave a voicemail. If not, then chances are they're, they're just trying to get something from you as well, okay? So make sure and get the word out there that this scam's going on and, and save yourself a few bucks. No doubt. No doubt, guys, and it it happens, man. I get scam calls all the time. My wife's oh, number, all the time, yeah. My wife's number gets it more than anybody. I, I mean, I I swear every day or every other day she lets me know this, that, and so on. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I'll get on the phone with them and I'll say, "Hey, hold on one second, I'll set the phone down," and, oh, yeah. and just just see how long they'll wait. You know, sure. You know, it, and it's it, not going to be long. Yeah, you know, just try to reverse yeah. the role. It's fun. But, yep. uh, you know, just be careful out there. If you're in doubt, don't be afraid to question it. Don't be afraid to hang up because if it's real yeah. or it's something important, they'll call back. Absolutely. <laughs> they'll find Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> so. No doubt. 
Yep. Well, this week, Mayor Ken Adams presented a proclamation to Miss Sandy Brent with the Daughters of the American Revolution National Headquarters in recognition of the National Constitution Week. In 1955, the Daughters of the American Revolution petitioned Congress to set aside a week in September annually in dedication and observance of the United States Constitution. This year marks the 236th signing anniversary. Still not a better document on the, on the face of the earth, except for the Bible. Yeah, no doubt. Do y'all, um, at your school, do y'all do, like, Constitution Week? Like, we, we, no. we have a student come read a part of the Constitution every morning as part of our morning announcements. We don't, but I think that's a great idea, and I'm going to steal that. And we're going, to, we're going to start doing that. I think that's a great idea. Now, we do say the pledge every morning, even even at, at the high school level. We do, so too. We do have, and, uh, you know, we have the, uh, don't mind saying it, our, our, our junior Air Force ROTC uh, is among the, the, the top squads in the southeast part of the United States. And they're, they're involved all the time in color guards and, and, and Veterans Day uh, uh, programs, not only at our school, but also throughout our community as well. But, yeah, that's a real good idea. Start doing that during Constitution Week. No doubt, no doubt. T, I got. I'm gonna get on a little bit of a rant. This is personal, personal sure, rant. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a person who was raised to stand, put your hand over your chest, absolutely, and show respect and pride in the country that you reside in for the freedoms that you have. I, and dare I say that is going away. Yeah, and it yeah, sure you, is. I see it every day, and even my own school where students are not being taught that or not being you can't require it you know we are no, a free country no. you, yeah, have, you, right you have a right to be an idiot you sure do <laughs> but you know but the i i encourage anyone out there that is a uh, has a young person that looks up to you um mm-hmm. that understand that we all have differences we all have difference of opinions we all have different things but the bottom line is is that we live here together and the faster that we realize that we can start to respect each other under the same symbol of unity, you know, in our country here, which is the flag, you know, the United States mm-hmm. flag, which represents why we have the freedoms we have. Um, and if you can teach that to the young people, and you would be surprised, in my opinion, that we would start to maybe change the wave of diversity and, you know, division and um, things of that nature that, you know, we can collectively be together because I'll never forget as a young person that mm-hmm. in 2001, September 11th, you know, mm-hmm. everybody knows yep. that date and what happened. But, you know, for the next six months to a year, it was the most unified country I've Absolutely. ever seen or ever experienced in my entire life. Everybody put a flag on their porch. Everybody felt the same. They all felt the same hurt. We all felt the same anger. We all felt the same despair. We all felt the same, you know, in the same direction. And no one cared what sex, color, gender, anything. We all were unified in the same beliefs that we were all wronged by something and that together we were going to be better, stronger, and better, you know, and better out for it. And what, why do we have to wait until we have a national catastrophe for that to happen? Why do we have to wait for our kids to see something like we did when I was young for us to figure that out? And so if you have the opportunity to help a young person or even even an older person and say, Hey, you know, you have the right to sit down and not stand up or not show respect or whatever you want to call it. You know, I said, but 
I think we would be a lot better if we all did something unified together to show that we sure. could be unified. And so yeah. uh, that's my challenge to everybody out there, my little personal rant. Yeah. And uh, I hope it maybe makes a little bit of difference. And, and, and one last thing here as well. Uh, despite all the problems that we seem to be going through in our country right now, let's not forget this. You see on the news at least three or four times a week droves and droves and droves of people uh, trying to get into this country by train through the south border by foot. It doesn't matter what's going on. But you know what? You you know what you don't ever see or hear about people busting their ass to get out of this country. So so put that in your pipe and smoke it. Nobody's ever wanting to leave here. Everybody's wanting to come here. So to me, part of what you're saying is that the fact that just out of respect, if you don't like what's going on here, yeah, you got a right to protest. But you know what? There's consequences that come along with that as well. Uh, I don't. I'm not saying that somebody needs to be beaten up or injured or ever anything like that. But we all need to. Everyone needs to realize what what kind of privilege it is to live in this country. And just because you think you've been wronged about something. Go somewhere else if that's what you want to do. But that's not what people do. People are still dying to get to this country every single day. Yep, yep. All right, soapbox over. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of community, how would you like to volunteer for the city of Olive Branch? There's a lot of people in our community who do want to do things to help improve the city. There's going to be a big meeting. Uh, uh, Make plans to join us at the OB Serve Day. On October the 21st from 9 a.m. till noon, this is a partnership between the Olive Branch Churches, Church United, and the City of Olive Branch. The whole goal of this is to create opportunities to connect with the citizens of our great city. If you want more information, go to the city website at obms.us slash observe day. Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be good. If there's a, if you want to want to give back or have some time, it's really cool. And we have a couple of churches here that are coming to our schools and donating time through Sunday schools and group organizations to really try to help the kids in different ways. So this sure. is another one of those methods. So if you if you got time, give it a shot. Now, guys, if you own a property out there that's in bad shape, rough, ooh, maybe it's outdated, or you got it in the loss of a loved one or a divorce or something, you want to get rid of it fast. You want a cash offer. You want to do it with a company that's going to treat you right, local, respectful, who also does great things with the property when it's over. Then you want to check out Rodman Properties, guys. They have an amazing website called iBuyDeSoto.com. That is iBuyDeSoto.com. Go check it out. You'll see how they do all their properties, how you can contact them, how they're going to do the process of looking at your property, give you an offer, the whole nine yards. You won't regret it, I promise you. Here, I'll even let one of the owners tell you more. Thanks, guys. This is Smith with Rodman Properties. If you have a house, property, or rental property that has tenants that you're tired of, call us. We're here to give you a fair offer and sell it to someone local. Reach out to us on our website at iBuyDeSoda.com or call us at 662-469-6365. We would love to talk with you. Zach, sometimes do you like to eat snacks for dinner? Uh, yeah. Have you seen my figure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, not everybody can, but, you know, I just figured I'd ask anyway. Well, wouldn't you love to have a snack dinner and then also simultaneously be able to learn about fire safety in your home? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you're in luck because the (laughs) Olive Branch Fire Department is presenting such a program about how to keep your family safe in the event of a house fire, and guess what they're also going to have? I'm going to guess a snack. 
a snack dinner will be served. This is going to be Tuesday, October the 10th uh, at 6 o'clock p.m. It's going to be at the Public Library over there on, on Highway 305. Uh, for more information, you need to register for it. So for more information, call NOLA at 662-895-5900. There you go. Well, guys, that's going to be it for our news this week. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember, if you'd like to join our podcast, maybe with some advertising or let us know some information, please send us an email at theobpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook. We would love to talk with you. All right, guys, I know it's been a few weeks, but it is time for our Autumn Report with Dale Dickerson himself. And, guys, it is uh, this is a doozy, man. I got to chat with him for a few minutes, T. Just an absolute great guy. He is Mr. Olive Branch, and uh, they had a whopper of a meeting, so I can't wait for you to hear what happened. Yeah. Uh, and so let's go to this audio now. Hey, guys and gals, got my good friend Dale Dickerson here with me. Dale, man, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had you on the show. I, uh, I know it's been kind of quiet here and there, but man, my understanding is this last meeting is the opposite of quiet and quite a lengthy one. Is that right? Yes, it, it was. It was, uh, I don't know if it was a record, but it was uh, three and a half hours. Uh, and I know it was probably a record for the longest we ever talked about one uh, issue. We started at 6.30 and about... 6.40 or so, we started talking about uh, this uh, situation at Bethel in college with adding gas pumps to an existing deal, and it, we didn't get through it till 9.30. Wow. So it, wow. it was a very long, detailed discussion about that issue. That sounds like it. I, mean, I know that's been a, a highly contested subject, at least on social media. Did you have a lot of people there in the house? We had just about a full house in the uh, courthouse that night it was probably about 80 to 85 percent full and uh, it was a lot of people that wanted to speak we had a few that spoke for it and quite a few people that spoke against it so man uh, you know dale i have some personal experience of the same situation we had a, a gentleman trying to build a gas station like literally within walking distance of my driveway in a quiet country residential area similar to college in bethel and he was just trying to capitalize on being close proximity to I-69 or a major thoroughfare. And like Bethlehem College is not far from 78 or the hospital or anything else. And and so I can understand it. But, uh, I mean, the entire community, everybody within the however many miles or a quarter mile, whatever, of the place came and spoke out against it. And the, the board uh, shot it down. Um, and so uh, I'm guessing it was very similar to that. Am I right? It was. And uh this this location had actually been approved for a convenience store since 2005. It had been approved when it was in the county, and uh, the guy had never built. There's actually two two lots there at, uh, on the southwest corner of that location, and he'd never built it. And then this time he'd asked for uh, gas pumps, and uh, originally got turned down. And he came back with a similar or different proposal that. Um, cut the store down from like 66 or 6,800 feet down to 4,500 feet. Only uh, four gas pumps instead of the eight that he had originally applied for. Uh, he changed his architectural instead of look like the gas station. It was all very much looked like a house with just a canopy out front with the stuff on it. It was very nice looking building. He was going to do 
over a million dollars worth of improvements on the west side of college uh, where it ties into 305 uh, to try to straighten that intersection out and change the grade a little bit. He was going to add a uh, fifth lane in Highway 305 in front of it and completely repave it and restripe it. So he had a lot of money tied up in that project. It sounds like it. it sounds like it. So, I mean, of course, if people weren't there and don't know and haven't watched the YouTube yet, what was the final decision, though? The uh, board, uh, originally the planning commission approved the gas pumps five, uh, six, to, uh, 6 to 0 back on August the 8th, and the board the other night voted 5 to 2 to not allow that. So uh, the citizens that were opposed to it got their wish. Wow. How about that? So, it, so it's, uh, it was, you know, very lengthy report from our planning staff on, on what all was going to go on because there was a lot of changes from the original application because the original application allowed them to take all the trees down all the way back to the property lines of the houses that are behind it. And the new one will have left all 43 feet of the, of the fence, of the tree existing tree line and a composite fence. So if he just decides to build something else, he will not come back to us. He will be able to tear all those trees down and build something right up to the back of the houses. So I don't know. I don't know what his plans will be, but uh, right now the citizens uh, pleaded their case and, and they came out victorious. Well, that's uh, that's what it's supposed to do. You know, that's how government's supposed to work. You know, so yeah. um, you know, kudos to the people coming out and uh, speaking their voice. Um, well, you know, you said something about the, the viewing on the YouTube. Uh, that's been a pretty big success because the planning commission that actually heard this back on August the 8th, they've had 172 views of that planning commission meeting. And our first meeting that got uh, streamed has had 111 views. And the other night, for some reason, we had some kind of technical difficulty and the stream stopped two hours into the meeting, but it was recorded. So they would actually go back and put the entire meeting on to see that. But uh, the original stream that actually cut off, it had 215 views. And now that they put the entire thing back on, it's had 59 views. So That's awesome. There's, there's a lot of people that uh, are apparently interested. We've got like, I think, 81 subscribers that have subscribed to the, the channel to be able to, you know, to, to watch it. But apparently the uh, that's been a success for a lot of people. I don't know whether it's because of the subjects that's been involved or whether that many people are wanting to watch the meetings. But uh, it, it's to me, I'm very uh, happy with that the, those numbers. Absolutely. Well, you know, this comes down to convenience. A lot of people don't have the time. Or the drive to leave work and go to a meeting or this or so on. But if you can pull it up on YouTube and try to you know kill two birds with one stone or check back and everything else and still be involved, uh, it's a win-win situation. So I'm it really, is, you know, I think it's I, awesome. I, what y'all I did. think the citizens are going to really enjoy that. And like I said, we don't know how many actually tuned in live and how many came back watched it the next day, three days later, or whatever. But it's always there for you to go back and look at it. Heard that. I heard that. Well, was there anything else going on in the meeting there? Well, we had, um, uh, if you know where the acre farm was over on uh, Goodman Road between Kraft and Hamilton Circle, where they all the cows were, they just recently uh, put, they got the Bancorp South there on the corner and they got a hotel going. We approved three more lots into that into that commercial subdivision. We don't have any idea right now what's going in there, but three more lots are approved and platted to, for some more business to go in there. Man. 
I'm telling you, man, Goodman. Uh, whew, uh, you know, I, I'm happy we got all this and this and our soul on, but I'm starting to wonder if we're going to be able to handle the traffic load because you know as well as I do, once you travel west from Chulahoma to 55 in South Haven, you it's run at your own risk with the level of traffic, you know, because of so much business it, and commerce. It is, you know. Yeah, it, so I'm, and, uh, I'm worried about all the branches becoming the same way. The county is looking to, at some point, extend Nail Road on through to try to uh, take some of that traffic off Church and Goodman is to have another east-west order with Nail Road. So, you know, I don't know when that's going to happen, but that, that is something they're looking at to try to ease some of that traffic off these busy streets. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, I see Getwell's getting wide, and I know 305 and stuff, the plans are coming there. So hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to have the infrastructure in place where – um, you know, when that stuff continues to grow and blossom like it is, that you know it won't be too bad, you know, or at least be ahead of it. At least, you know, that'd be one thing. Yeah, sure. Well, our next meeting, we set a public hearing. We've got a uh, 92 acre planned uh, commercial center planned over at uh, the northeast corner of Pleasant Hill in Church. That's uh, it's already zoned C floor for a planned uh, business development, and we're going to have a public uh, meeting on that uh, the next meeting to see what their plans are for that location. So, how about that? Twenty-two acres will be a, a big one there at that corner. That that's a massive undertaking. Ninety-two acres. Yes. Wow! <laughs> wow! That's that's incredible. That's incredible. Yep. Yeah, I, I can't wait to hear about that. Can't wait. Well, Dale, man, as always, brother, really appreciate you joining us and giving us the uh, you know the lowdown on everything. And uh, thank you all for putting the YouTube channel up. And I encourage all of our listeners, if you haven't tried so far, go out to YouTube, look up City of Olive Branch, and you can see this amazing production they're doing when it comes to how they video their meetings. It's not just like one camera sitting there and watching and you've got to have it from a, you know, bird's eye view they actually have multiple cameras multiple things you get to see what the actual handouts are what people are actually looking at it's very interactive it's a very well done very impressive and so if you want to get involved a little bit more and see what's going on i encourage you to go check out their youtube channel it is really impressive dale again thank yeah, you kudos so much. to our it department getting all that set up they've done an excellent job with that no doubt no doubt at all well, Dale, again, brother, it's always a pleasure to have you on and look forward to having you back in a couple of weeks and uh, hear more about this big development. All right, buddy. Good talk to you. How about that, T? Three hours for a meeting and only, what, two and a half of it was just for one gas station oh, question? I mean, oh, come on. So <laughs> doozy, huh? I mean, are they going to have four pumps or are they going to have eight pumps? <laughs> yeah, I mean... I can only imagine the amount of questions. But, hey, you know oh what? Oh, my gosh. That many people spoke out. I mean, when he says they were hey. almost that full, and they spoke out, and they won. You know, they, they shot yeah. it down, so no gas pumps. There you go. And he might take it to court. But, hey, you know, that's that's how government works. If you show up and you speak your voice that's and right. it works, there you go. So uh, I think that's huge. I think it's really good. So yeah. kudos to the people who showed up and got involved. Kudos to the people who are watching on YouTube. And, uh, you know, kudos to the board for listening. And following through. Absolutely. You know? So uh, just another great segment. Hope you all enjoyed uh, hearing from Dale like we always do. All right, T, you ready for some dad jokes, brother? Yes, sir. Yeah, Best part of the baby. program for me right here. <laughs> of course, this is brought to you by the number one 
numero uno uno insurance Not agent in all of all the branch man that is alley edge lolly guys uh, guys this is alpha insurance right here in Olive branch right by 78 okay i've told y'all the last few weeks the guy is absolutely awesome super personal a friend of mine i don't consider my insurance agent he's a friend of mine now i mean the guy you know he texts he calls he yeah. takes care of me uh, the whole nine yards uh, saved me a ton of money Gives me better coverage. I've I've had two claims since I've changed to them in a year. Both of them, not a single ding, not a single increase. Always got you covered, Zach. The whole nine yards. If you want this same kind of service, please go check out his website, his office over there in OP. Uh, he's got his even personal cell phone. That's one eight four three. It was three two four zero nine three zero. And look, I'm going to let Allie say a few words to wrap it up too. Hey guys, thanks. This is uh, Allie with Alpha Insurance. I appreciate you know all the support. I'd uh, love to give you guys a free quote. Just come see me in my office at seventy forty seven Commerce Drive here in Olive Branch. I look forward to meeting you. All right, T. I've got some doozies for you. Are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> I, I have tightened my seatbelt. There we go, T. My wife got mad at me the other day and told me oh, to no. stop imitating a flamingo. What? Yeah. Oh, you know what, T? Uh, I had to put I had to put my foot down. Oh. <laughs> and then she came right along and kicked it out from under you. <laughs> so, uh, T, uh, I got a friend of mine who, uh, you know, was trying to smoke some weed with his new Mexican girlfriend, man, you know, and uh, oh, okay. he said a uh, bad thing happened. He said he asked her if she had any papers, and she just took off. So uh, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> T, oh. I took my mother-in-law out last night. Oh, good for you. And being a self-made sniper is awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> training all week for that one, That's right. That's right. See, uh, my wife is like a grenade. You okay. pull the ring and the house is gone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> She must uh, be out of town this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. T, last one. This one could get us canceled, as so many uh. before us have. <laughs> T, did you know that Germany created sparkling water? Really? That's right. Who else would have thought about adding gas to water? No. <laughs> no. God. That is horrible. That's pitiful. No, no, that that's is, pretty rough. That, yeah, that's pretty that's, rough. That's pretty tough right there now. Oh, my gosh. Well, as always, guys, if you haven't turned us off in horror, please remember to hit that subscribe button. Our channel really does appreciate it. Tell your friends, your family, and your coworkers, and get the latest updates from all the branch, and have a little fun while doing so as well. Yeah, and tell all your new friends that last one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember said but we said it all you told me that you wish i was somebody you never met but baby baby something's telling me this ain't over yet no way it was i left all right, guys, it's time for our motivational message this week, and this is brought to you by our newest sponsor to the podcast. That is A-plus Heating and Air Conditioning Services. Guys, if you're having trouble with your HVAC system or you're in need of new equipment or just normal maintenance, service, and repair, 
please check out our good friends over there. Tim and his family have been running this business uh, for a long time and have done exceptional when it comes to his reviews on how they're great craftsmanship, great customer service, and the overall experience is one that is extremely positive and memorable to the point where their word of mouth has gone them so, so well. We're just ecstatic that they decide to support our podcast and be a part of our community. If you have any heating and air conditioning needs of any type, go to Facebook and look up A-plus heating and air conditioning, or you can call Tim on his personal cell phone. He will do emergency calls anytime, day or night, and that is 901-496-7867. Tell you our motivational message this week is a good, nice, short one, but one of the best things about it is, is that not all bad things lead to bad results. And so if you keep that in your mind, it goes a long way. So Larry, let's listen to this audio now. Please understand this. Bad chapters can still create great stories. Wrong paths can still lead to right places. And failed dreams can still create successful people. Sometimes it takes losing yourself to find yourself. T, I got to interject, man. I just, I love this one, man, because I got a news yeah. for you. There's so much fear. There's so much angst in the world about... If if I make a bad choice, that I just I've screwed myself for the future, and that's not true. You know what I mean? There are people who misfire on their dreams every day. There are people who choose the wrong path, but don't always end up in the wrong spot. You know what I mean? You have to understand. You know, life is life. You're you're gonna you're gonna get through it. You know, and how you do it is based on the choices and how you live your life. And I said, but it doesn't always mean because you end up making, you hit a speed bump or a pothole or took the wrong turn that it's always going to result in a bad thing. Right. And so I absolutely love this one, man. I, I think it's, it's so true is that, you know, lose the fear, understand you might make mistakes or you might make mm-hmm. a bad choice or you might get the wrong, mm-hmm. wrong hand at the, at the deck. Doesn't mean it's the end. Right. And when, when you, and if you can make a change, go ahead and make it. But you know, just because you make a decision and uh, it may have not, you you think it's a bad choice, but at in the end you still come out smelling like roses. Sometimes I mean that's just the way things happen. Sometimes even a broken clock is right twice a day. That's right. You know, way to find mean? the positives there, man. That's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for Random Facts, Stories You Likely Didn't Know, brought to you by our good, good friends at Old Town Fitness. Boy, are you tired of being fat and ugly like me? What about yeah. you, Zach? Yeah. Yeah, man. Fat this and ugly like you. Place. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, did I put my foot in that one, and you just shoved it down a little further. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. That calf good? <laughs> That's right. I need some new socks, I'll tell you that. Anyway, don't be like me. Go down to Old Town Fitness. Hey, great folks over there. It's a non-typical gym, which means that it's not your run-in-a-mill place. You got folks there who actually care about you, want to help you reach your goals. They're not going to pressure you. They're not going to make you feel like you're being judged. Go check them out. Meet the amazing people that own the place so they can help you reach your fitness goals today. They're located at 9045 Highway 178 in Olive Branch. Open Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to noon and 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And on Saturdays, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. All right, Zachary, did you know a man by the name of Almond Brown Stroger noticed he was losing business because a competitor's wife, who was a telephone operator, 
would redirect calls for Strouger to her husband's business. <laughs> Strouger, Strouger later invented the automatic telephone exchange, which eliminated the need for operators. How about that? How about that? That's right. Well, you know, there's still things that go on. Uh, we had a, 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 a local uh, uh, manicure place that moved about 15 miles down the road into another city, and the people that bought their business here in town, whenever people would call and ask for the other place, they, they would tell them they up and moved to Florida. <laughs> Instead of telling them they were just, they were just the next town over. They used to tell them they were up and moved to, moved to Florida. So, wow. Yeah, so there's still ways to get around that. But I, I, I guess Mr. Stroger took care of that pretty well. Good for him. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Did you know the writing staff of the show Futurama – they held three doctorate degrees, seven master degrees, and cumulatively had more than 50 years at Harvard University. Series writer Patrick M. Verone stated, we were easily the most overeducated cartoon writers in history. Holy crap. And they, all that education, and the show still sucked. <laughs> Brutal. Moving on, shall we? <laughs> I bet y'all didn't know that either. Wow. They do <laughs> now. Right. They do now. <laughs> All right. Last one. Did you know, hey, if, if you've recently broken a bone, this might help you. You might want to go get a cat. A cat's purr frequency ranges between 25 and 150 hertz. This frequency aligns with those known to promote bone density and healing. So your cat's purr isn't just soothing, it's also in a healing frequency range. How about that? Man, I'm going to tell you what. Every time I start still feeling bad, I'm going to put a cat right on me. That's exactly right. You better make sure it's declawed. No. I haven't been living in a barn for months. That's what you need, a big feral cat. We do not cat. condone grabbing a cat from the street. I can you, see you your daughter walking into I can see your daughter walking into the back door of the house holding a bobcat. Look, Daddy. I know it. Cute. It's purring. It's purring. But my arm feels better. Yeah. All right, guys, it's time for our sports section. And of course, this is our big thing at the end of every episode. We have our three coaches joining us to talk about the big Friday Night Lights. We had this one this past week. Uh, you know, Center Hill defeated Hernando in a thriller, 34-32. to yeah, Great closely. game. Um, it was back and forth. The game started off with an opening kickoff return by Center Hill for a touchdown. Uh, then Hernando almost does the exact same thing, scores. Then they take the lead. Then Center Hill takes the lead, and it's back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And yeah. Then in the fourth quarter, uh, well, i got to tell you, like the first three quarters, the game went by extremely fast. Oh, yeah. I mean, just flew by. Got to the fourth quarter, Center Hill gets a nine-point lead with five minutes left, and it takes what? an hour an hour to get to the next five minutes of the game because of incomplete passes, timeouts, official review, you name it. If there was a way mm. to make it drag out, they did. <laughs> they and, found a way. <laughs> and Hernando got within two points and, get this, kicked an onside, um, onside kick perfectly. 
get it. They're on the 40-yard line. They have less than two minutes to move it 20 yards for Will Usselton. That's right, the yeah, superintendent's right. son, to go kick the game-winning field goal. And so everybody on Center Hill's side is like, oh, no, the world – Center Hill's defensive line sacks the quarterback three times in a row for minus 30-plus yards. Put him out of range. Put him out of range, and so they go to to, uh, throw the ball up. Not a Hail Mary, post route right down the middle. Guy is catching it, but as he comes to the ground, the DB rips the ball out from his arm. Wow. And they would have been able to field goal range because of that and had the first down. Instead, ball game, center hill kneels it down for around the last minute, and that's it. And so, what a game, what an environment for homecoming for center hill. So, congratulations to them. That was a big, big win versus a 7A school. Yeah. Uh, Lewisburg travels to Itawamba. Now, guys, a lot of people around here don't know Itawamba, but Itawamba is a darn good football team. Uh, they went undefeated until they got upset in like the third round last year, right? And probably mm-hmm. could have won state if they hadn't had that hiccup. Um, so you know, Lewisburg gets call, gets the call to come be the homecoming queen for Itawamba for this game. Of course, Coach Hector says, "Sure, we'll come," and they go over there and give them a. Beat down. Beat him um, like a rented mule. Ooh, 42 to 14. Uh, it was at one time 28 to like nothing or something. It was the unreal. Homecoming team, homecoming queen went home missing teeth. <laughs> yes. That poor yeah. girl. Poor thing. You know. <laughs> you know. Woo. Well, uh, Olive Branch uh, also had homecoming. All three teams were in a homecoming game. Lewisburg just wasn't doing their own. Um, and they unfortunately lost their homecoming game to mm. a powerful DeSoto Central team uh, with a tight score of 20-12. to 12. Yeah. Uh, Sadly, uh, Olive Branch was missing its star running back as well as yeah. their number two star receiver went down with an injury in the second series. Wow. Uh, it was just really, really tough. The offensive production struggled, and I know Coach Russell was extremely disappointed because this guy's been working their tails off, and we have a good conversation, so you'll enjoy that interview as well. But before we get into these interviews, T, there's one game that everybody's been talking about from this past weekend, and that is Oregon versus Colorado. Yeah, what you uh, think about your boy now, Dion, bro? Man, well, you know what? I have I have not lost any respect for him. You know what I mean? Um, I, but I'll, I'll tell you this. I put a post on Facebook, and I, I, this is just how I kind of felt. Yeah, but I, I, wanted I, to see I, if, I, re, I refrained. I wanted to see if anybody <laughs> else felt the same way I did. Okay, so, like, I don't have a problem with the coaches motivating their players. I don't have a yeah. problem with, you know, calling things out and getting their kids and this, that, or so on. But some of the things that were said kind of just kind of had that feel. Not to say that they were disrespectful, but they had that feel, that itch, that, like, it mm-hmm. might have been just a hair too much. You know what I mean? Um you know, when you make references to the coach or some, you know, or his coaching style or philosophy, I mean, like, there was comments like, you know, they're interested in clicks on social media. We're interested in wins. Uh, there, there's a Cinderella story, and we're going to put an end to it. And but, that, you know, that's all words, and that you know, you can use it as motivation, whatever you want to say. But then during the game, <clears throat> when you're winning by four or five touchdowns. You know, and you're you're running trick plays, and you're going for it when you don't have to, and all this other stuff like that. You starts to make you wonder. You know, it's one thing to go win the game handily; it's another to try to embarrass your opponent. 
And so there was a lot of gray area in there. And, you know, and I asked people, I said, you know, I kind of had the little twinge of maybe this was more than just win the game. It was more about, I want to embarrass my opponent. And I said, is that kind of disrespectful? And so I was, that's kind of how I felt a little bit. I was just torn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I didn't know. What did you think? Well, here's the thing, okay? I, I don't disagree with anything that you said. However, when, when you come across in public with the ego and the confidence, and everybody has an ego, so I don't mean ego in a, in a negative sense, okay? Uh, but, 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 but your style of how you speak or what you say publicly about yourself, about your program, uh, a lot of times uh, it can be off-putting to people. And so, very, yeah, very, very off-putting. So, if you if you if you throw it out there, you got to be willing to take it oh, as well. No doubt. Now, I have no doubt whatsoever that in my mind, Oregon was out there to prove a point. Oregon took it upon themselves to. I'm not saying that they are this, but I think when I say they are, I'm talking about Colorado, to expose Colorado as a fraud for all the talk that they've had up until this past Saturday. That's what I think Oregon took it upon themselves, that they knew that they had the talent to do so, and they had enough of it. And even if something wasn't directly directed toward them leading up to the game, I think they got sick of it. And I think Colorado's going to have a long road, uh, uh, a long season in many of the games that they have upcoming. They don't have an easy one this Saturday. They got USC coming to town. It's going to be a packed house in Boulder. But, you know, I think if Oregon, you know, destroyed them, uh, there's no telling what USC could do. But here's, here's the flip side of this, okay? What are we going to see from Colorado this week? Because one thing Dion said in the postgame, he says – you better come at me now because this is the worst you're ever going to see us. So even if USC comes in there and, and, and beats them, which I think everyone is expecting to do uh, them to do, uh, will they be better than they were this past week? Here's the biggest question. Ain't got nothing to do with Dion. Ain't got nothing to do with USC or, or Oregon. What do the odds makers know? I mean, who who would have thought? All right, so Oregon was a 21-point favorite going into this game. I mean, what do these guys know that we, we just don't? And we, we coached a long time, but it's just unbelievable how the odds makers uh, see what's they going don't miss. on. Yeah, they, they don't miss. They don't miss. I, I, I just don't get it. I, I didn't think Oregon was going to beat them by 21. Uh, I thought they was going to be a little bit better. I'm not going to uh, – uh, sugar-coated. I, I was buying the hype a little bit about some of their players. I did hear a couple of times – I didn't watch the whole game. I flipped back and forth. But I did hear a couple of times talking about how uh, – what's the Hunter kid's name? The DB who goes oh, both yeah, ways. Oh, yeah, the kid got hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, he's out of the game. He's out of the game. It, you know, if you're, if you're not deep, that can make a difference. But uh, very rarely does one person really make or break a team in a game. And as bad as Colorado got beat, I, I don't think with that kid being in there, uh, I don't think it would have been too much of uh, close the gap as much as no, a lot no, of people no. may have thought. 
No. So I I think Oregon wanted to embarrass Colorado. Oh, I do knowing, too. I do too. Knowing that everyone was going to be watching the game because of the hype. You know what I mean? Yep. So it was their opportunity to put themselves on the map when it comes to being noticed for national rankings, TV time, and everything else. Because the reality of it is, is that nobody has the respect for the Pac-12 anymore. You know, the, it's dissolving. It's Who? going away. Yeah, exactly. Who is exactly <laughs> right? And so, if you want to be relevant, you got to take advantage of those TV games when everybody's watching. And what right. a better game than that when you have Deion Sanders and, you know, and Coach Prime and the whole nine yards. I mean, people need to understand that the entire University of Colorado has gotten behind Deion Sanders. Their entire ad campaign for Come to Colorado is an yeah. initiative where every single of their people gets on there and say, we are prime this and we are prime that. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like they, it is full sale, you know. Oh, sure. I heard last week that all their apparel sales for Colorado University was up like 875% over the previous year. Yeah. And I mean, a friend like, of mine, he's, he's been the best financial yeah. investment they've made yeah. yet. Yeah. And a friend of mine who, uh, uh, who I used to work with up until about a year or so ago, he moved out to Oklahoma and works for Apple now. But he and his son went to Boulder. And, and I mean, uh, uh, yeah, they went to Boulder not this past week, but the week before. And he was videoing like their bookstore there, like two hours, two or three hours for the game. And it was standing room only in that place. Yeah. I mean, it was just so packed. Everybody was shopping. So, I mean, he's done a lot of – he's done great things for the, for the University of Colorado. Uh, Colorado, he took a chance on them more than they took a chance on him because when he first got hired uh, – He cleaned house. They didn't, well, not only that, but they didn't have the money to pay him. The AD went ahead and hired him uh, w- with with the understanding that their boosters were going to be kicking in to, in order to pay his salary, which I think is like $5 million right now. I mean, they didn't have the money yet. But they, they write, went ahead and they, did it anyway. They're writing checks now. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I, I bet you somewhere in his contract, he, he's getting a cut of that too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. He ain't done. He ain't done. Yeah. Well, look, guys, we got off our soapbox, but you know, I'm curious to hear what you say. So if you have a comment about it or something you think, please hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. But let's get over to our coaches now, uh, let you listen to their, their interviews to talk about their big nights, and uh, we'll go from there. Hey, guys and gals, got my good friend Coach Peacock with me again, Coach. It was a, a big, exciting Friday, homecoming at Center Hill, and came away with a W versus a quality opponent. Got a little bit of a, what I call revenge from last year. Uh, you know, how were your thoughts on the game Friday? I thought it was good. Um, you know, we opened it up. Both of us kind of opened up with a bang. We returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. You know, 30 seconds off the clock, we're up 7-0. And, but then they turned right around and had a huge return on their opening kickoff. They didn't didn't return for a touchdown, but I think, you know, maybe got down to the 30 um, and had a short field and, and went in and scored. And, you know, it was kind of back and forth. They got up on us, and then we got up on them, and then they, you know, battled back. And we were lucky to, you know, defense came up absolutely massive where they, they scored to make it a two-point game. And um, knew the onside kick was coming, put the hands team out there, told everybody, hey, it's coming, don't back up, be ready. And the dang kid just kicked an absolutely dime, perfect onside kick, and they came down with it. Um, And we didn't – we weren't quite lined up the way I would have liked to have seen us with the ball in the middle of the field. But, um, uh, you know, 
thought, I, I honestly, I thought, well, they're finna, you know, run a couple plays and kick a field goal to win it because they got a really good field goal kicker. But our defense came up absolutely massive, got three sacks in a row, um, maybe four sacks in a row. But, you know, they were on the, the 40 and wound up on the minus side of the field um, uh, there where we were able to stop them on fourth down and then, you know, get one first down and then take a knee to win the game. It was quite an exciting game, Coach. You know, at one point, y'all were leading by nine in the fourth quarter, and they were able to get to get close. But I agree. I think the highlight of the entire night was three defensive sacks by the defensive line back to back to back when Hernando is trying to uh, get close enough to give uh, Will Usselton the chance to win. And unfortunately uh, for Hernando, y'all were able to put it to him and uh, stop that and get the W. So uh, it was tense. It was getting there. Probably the longest fourth quarter we've had at Center Hill in a long, long time. And uh, But, hey, you know what? It came out good for the, the Mustangs. And so definitely a congratulations on that big W and getting a little bit of sweet revenge from last year. So congratulations on that. Well, Coach, who were some of the players that kind of stood out to you during the game? Man, I tell you, our, our D-line played played really well all night. Um, I know Anna, a nice guy, um, you know, big number 77. He's a sophomore, and he's just – man, he is continuing to to impress and, and grow and play better and better each week. And he had a huge game. He's had a huge game last couple games. Um, you know, I thought uh, we had a kid, uh, one of our starters, uh, bang his head on something um, during pregame. Uh, kind of a fluke, you know, freak accident type deal and wound up not being able to play. And I thought the corner that came in, Gerald, uh, came in and did a great job in, in um, you know, kind of a tough spot. You know, you're going into, you know, 6 o'clock, 6.30, and, and you don't think you're going to play that much at all except for on special teams. And then all of a sudden, hey, you're, you're about to play every snap tonight. Um, you know, came in and played well. Uh, like, again, our, our defense just continues to play tremendous football um uh we we blocked a punt returned it for a touchdown um uh returned a kickoff for a touchdown had a great night special teams wise um we did have one you know bad snap on a punt but other than that uh, i thought we did some really good things got to sure up kickoff coverage a little bit but you know where they returned it was where that that kid was out um you know with the kind of the freak accident uh Lawrence Autry, I thought, had a really good game. Uh, he kind of stilled it at the end. We got in our heavy package, and he, you know, bounced uh, and, and scored there at the end of the game to, to give us the lead for good. Um, thought he did some really good things. Thought both quarterbacks, you know, did some things that they that they um, are good at. Jaden had a couple of good runs. Connor came in um, and, and, and played a little bit and did some good things as well. Um, so we're just, you know, offensively we're still – I, I hate to say this every week, but we're still kind of figuring out exactly what we're great at. And I, th- I think we're close. I think we made a, a move on the O-line going into this week that's got the best guys and the best spots to be successful. And so I'm hoping, uh, you know, we get a bye week and, and get to work on it and kind of go back to the basics and get better at what we do. And then, you know, hopefully have a, have some, some offensive uh, firepower leading into the, the district play. Heard that, and uh, it's a it's quite a game for your first district play. You're gonna be playing the arch rival Olive Branch at home, uh, and if anybody remembers last year's game, this was a another extreme nail biter that came down to the final play. Um, and to revisit it, you know, Olive Branch was on offense, needed a score to win, 
And on the very last play, fourth down, they ran a trick play, uh, handed it off to the running back. The running back decides to throw it back to the quarterback who is standing in the end zone. And to everybody's shock and horror for the Center Hill Mustangs, he's wide open, goes to catch it, and it falls right through his hands. And ball game. Center Hill wins the game. And the uh, place goes, you know, goes electric. You know, you got to believe they're going to bring everything they've got to avenge that loss from last year. Uh, what, what, what concerns you about all the branch, Coach? Uh, I think, I think that you know, last year was the first time we beat them in school history. We hadn't played them a ton. You know, I think four or five times now. I think this will actually be the fifth time. Um, so, uh, you know, they're obviously going to be looking to. Um, you know, pr- try to prove that last year was kind of this fluke deal. And, and you know, we're going to be looking to prove that it wasn't. Um, you know, and, and my thing is just we just got to go out and play good football. And if we protect the ball and don't turn the ball over and don't, you know, give up big plays either on defense or on special teams, I think we'll have a great shot. They've got a good football team. You know, their quarterback is, is talented. Um, they're, they've got a number 10 on defense. It's, they're, they're, they're their best player on defense. He is – very talented. Um, he w- did not play. If I remember right, he didn't play in the game last year. Uh, he was, you know, one of their best players on defense last year as well. So, um, you know, uh, they uh, play a lot of man coverage. So we're going to have to be able to throw the ball a little bit and try to take advantage of that. Um, you know, so uh, looking forward to the game. You know, hopefully it's going to be another great atmosphere. Um, we get get them at home again. You know, with new district schedules and contracts we got to get them home back to back years um both coming off a of bye week neither of us play friday night so we got you know a little bit extra time to prepare i'm sure you know they're going to throw something that we haven't seen on film at us um you know so we got to be kind of prepared for that and ready for that and just you know the whole thing right now is just working on ourselves and getting better and and um execution right if we execute i think we can play uh, as good as our defense is i think we can play with just about anybody um, but we got to be able to execute and maintain drives and, and score points on offense. Absolutely, Coach. So a reminder to everybody, there is no Center Hill or Olive Branch football this week. They Both teams are on a bye. And um, so we will be getting those guys and their games the following week. So just a heads up to everybody out there. Well, Coach, have a wonderful week of practice, man. Uh, you, know, you know, nurse anybody who's a little banged up. Get your stuff in line, and uh, we wish you luck in two weeks for your next big game. All right, man. Appreciate it. All right, Tim. We'll talk to you again, Coach. Hey, guys and gals. Got my good friend, Coach Heck Torn from your Lewisburg Patriots. Coach, how are we doing on this fine Sunday, brother? Man, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Man, doing good, doing good. Coach, I, I, man, I want you to know you have received some complaints. And this is, a, this is touchy for me to say this out loud, but you have hurt the feelings, the hearts, and minds of a bunch of Indian fans as you traveled to Itawamba and not only beat them, gave them a beatdown on their own homecoming. Do uh, you have any comments about this? Um. You know, uh, I feel about like homecomings. I do rivalry games. I, I don't. I don't get it. Don't really care. Uh, it's about <laughs> playing a football game, and uh, we did that. So uh, proud of our guys and, and kind of what we did. 
Coach, like I've said before, you know, and we can all be honest with ourselves, you know, Lewisburg in the back, in the back in the day used to be the team. A lot of team places would call to say, "Hey, will you come play?" and and they would schedule you as the homecoming team. And uh, dare I say, I dare someone to continue that tradition. Yeah, I mean, if you want to invite us, we'd we'd love to come. We appreciate the invite, but it, you know, again, I. I don't I don't look at those things too deeply, but I, I know a lot of people do, and uh, I don't take disrespect to it if, if that's what people do. But if you're looking for a win and an easy one, I agree with you. I mean, we're we're not that team. Our kids believe in that. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna show up and get the best version of us, and uh, that's what happened Friday. So uh, again, you know, not a big deal to me. But um, you know, like I said, if you're looking for an easy one, probably don't want to call us. Absolutely. Well, Coach, just so people understand what we're talking about here is, is that Itawamba, a lot of people around here probably don't know Itawamba, um, but Itawamba went undefeated into the playoffs last year and lost a heartbreaker where they probably could have gone to state and won. And the team they lost to ended up winning state. Um, we're talking about a very talented, very well-coached team um, that is used to winning and picked you guys for homecoming, came over there and you put 42 points on them and drove out of there, uh, you know, as y'all were the homecoming victors. And so um, people need to understand that is a change of caliber and that is a big win. Uh, they might be a smaller school, but they are a highly competitive, well-done coach team, and uh, that's a huge victory. And that's definitely one to put in the memory banks as, as uh, one that's memorable for uh, Lewisburg. And so, Coach, I think you all are doing a phenomenal job this season, and I think people need to realize that and that how this makes the rest of your season look really, really bright. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, we kind of, I guess if you would have asked me before the season started, hey, you're going to be four and one going into the bye week. Um, I, you know, I might have, might have agreed with you. Um, if you would have said the way that we've done it, especially the last four weeks, I, I don't know if I would have believed that. I'm, I'm not sure, but, um, you, you know, it's been, it's been a, a really fun season so far and really, really proud of our coaches, proud of our players. Um, it, you know, again, they're just, everything is really clicking and, and everybody seems to be kind of moving in the right direction. So it's, it's fun to be a part of. And uh, again, I couldn't be prouder of our guys. Absolutely. Well, coach, you know, we've talked a lot about the win. Who were some of the guys that stood out for the ball game for you and, and what some of the accolades they brought to the table? Yeah. I mean, you know, again, we'll start this every, every week the same, but uh, you know, Gunnar Gilmore was fantastic through for over 200 yards, only two incompletions, uh, you know, a touchdown to Ethan Fesmeyer. Uh, you know, some big, big third down throws. Uh, uh, Garrett Latham had a couple of those. Uh, Levi Presley, you know, did a really good job running the ball. Lucas Edwards did a good job running the ball. Uh, Levi had a 90-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Um, and then defensively, Elliott Helps had a fantastic night with two interceptions. Cody Gilmore had, um, you know, I think eight eight or nine tackles. Um, Josh Conley had an interception and several tackles. Cameron Morgan played great. So, uh, you know, again, I thought it was just a, a great job across the board. And, again, we could probably go on and on naming names. But um, really proud of all of those guys. And, and again, I, it was a team effort. Absolutely, Coach. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, Coach, everybody that's in our area for the podcast is taking a bye week this next week, and you have a, a your first district game coming into town. Now, will this be a home game or a away game versus Hernando? 
Yeah, well, like you said, we'll be off this week, but uh, next week uh, we travel to Hernando to play uh, to start our region play. So, you know, looking forward to that and, and you know, kind of getting in the games that, that really matter for, for what kind of what we're chasing. That's awesome, man. Well, you know, Hernando just took a loss from Center Hill, um, you know, and let's be honest, you, uh, y'all did a great job um, defeating Center Hill. So that has to give you a little bit of confidence going into the game. Have you seen any tape on them? Is there anything to be worried about or concerned when you when, about Hernando? Uh, we haven't really dug into the, the tape yet. We're going to take this week and, and really kind of focus on us. Um, let some guys kind of get healed up a little bit and, you know, kind of focus on some of the things that we've not been able to do in the last few weeks. You know, when you get in season, uh, there's so many, you know, little tinkering that you kind of do with your, your base offense, defense, special teams. And uh, we're going to kind of strip some of that back and, and uh, you know, clean up some things for us and uh, try to get some things fixed. And maybe later in the end of the week, we'll start kind of looking uh, at Hernando. But, uh, you know, whenever we that time comes to play them, you know, I know one thing about them is that it really doesn't matter who's played who and what scores have been. Um, for whatever reason, we get a little bit different version of them when we play. And I know they're going to be ready. Uh, they'll have a, a week, to, an extra week to prepare for us. And uh, they always play really hard when it comes to us. So I know it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a, a really fun game to be a part of. Um, but again, we're going to take a week and focus on us a little bit and kind of get some things straightened out and, uh, we'll start prep on them later on this week. Sounds great coach. Well, look, man, you know, get, heal up your guys, get everything squared away. Uh, have a great week of practice. Supposed to be good weather almost all week, uh, and, uh, get you guys ready. And, uh, we want to wish you guys a great, great week and the next week and wish you luck for, uh, versus Hernando and bring home the, uh, W for the old Patriots, man. Yes, sir. I sure appreciate you. All right, brother. We'll talk to you again soon. Yes, sir. Hey, guys and gals. i got my good friend, Coach Jason Russell from the OB Conquistadors. Coach, man, what, you know, what do you say? Just a, a homecoming night, a lot of good festivities, a lot of gr- beautiful girls, great crowd, the whole nine yards, and your guys playing great on defense. And I swear, it just seems like y'all are jinxed sometimes, man. You know, your, your star running back was out for the game. Uh, one of your star receivers gets dinged, uh, you know, early in the game. Um, you know, DC is able to kind of capitalize on some mental errors and turnovers. And it just it just seems like the ball doesn't bounce your way sometimes, you know. What, what are your thoughts? Well, that ball's not, not round, so sometimes it just doesn't bounce where it needs to. I mean, to be honest with you. Uh, it's just part of the game. Those ebbs and flows come, and, um, you know, I've won everywhere I've ever been. You know, we've always been successful, and, you know, it is frustrating when you when the wins don't come, when the work's there and the kids are they're working really hard. I, I'm proud of our kids. They have, uh, they've stepped up. We changed the defensive system this week. Are going into this game, and and I thought they did phenomenal. I thought they prepared well. I think they, uh, I thought they executed the game plan really, really well defensively. That um, we gave up twenty points, but on those three, those twenty points, one was uh, they had to punt, and it was a muff punt. A guy running down in the middle of the pack, just a fluke play. Uh, you know, the punter kind of shanked it, and it just hit one of our players who was in the middle of the pack, and they recovered it. Anyway, they finished that drive with a touchdown. We had a fumble in right on the 20-yard line. That was one of their touchdowns. We had a fumble uh, on their side of the field on the first drive of the game. 
and that was one of their touchdowns. So you take those plays away where they were given a very short field, our defense played extremely well. Um, you know, offensively, you know, you take away 800 yards of offense, which is what Kyle Rhodes has accounted for this year out through four games. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. It's, it's not the easiest thing to have to deal with. Uh, we still had, you know, we still had offensive production. Um, you know, we weren't perfect in the red zone. We got to do better with that. Um, and we had a chance to win the game. I mean, when it, um, the last play of the game uh, was a throw to the end zone, and we just didn't, you know, it just wasn't wasn't on, on cue for the for the catch. And and I mean, we were in the game to the very last second with an opportunity to win the game. Um, so, you know, you, you play a great, a, a really good football team in DeSoto Central with all without all your offensive weapons. You play well on defense, and it just doesn't work out. Yes, it's frustrating. I'm frustrated. You know, I mean, we put that we put so much into this. Me and my coaching staff do, and the players, and the work that we put into it. It is frustrating, but you have to look at the big picture. That our kids, I felt like, drastically improved this week. Our kids did get better. They they uh, they did everything they could to be a better football team this week. Um, and you know, we're going to get healthy. You know, we got a bye week this week. Um, you know, we're, we should get Colin back right after the bye week. Um, you know, um, he, he, he's the one, the running back that's, that's banged up right now. And, you know, so that's a whole bunch of offensive production right there coming back into the mix. No doubt. No doubt. Well, Coach, I appreciate that. I mean, like you said, I mean, you can find a, a silver lining. Your defense improved. Team-wise, y'all improved uh, versus a really good football team. So, I mean, like, to me, there's a lot of positives. You know, you wish the one thing you did have was the W to go with it, but – uh, luckily, this is a preseason game or a pre-district game, as you want to call it. And uh, the one that matters is the one that's uh, right after the bye week versus Center Hill. And so, and of course, it's a nice arch rival. So, uh, I know y'all have to have a little extra motivation considering that y'all played at Center Hill last year and lost on the last play, similar to this. And, um, you know, uh, maybe got a little revenge in the heart. What do you think? With a game like this where literally the two school districts touch, you shouldn't have to get up in front of a group of young men and scream and yell and holler to get them excited about playing their neighbor. I mean, you know, it, the, the motivation is always there when it comes to these close games like this, like DeSoto Central or, or uh, Center Hill. And, and Center Hill more so even than the DeSoto Central, it seems, as far as closeness of the kids and them knowing one another. Um, you know, it's going to be a battle. It's a rivalry game. It's It's, you know... It's not going to be an easy game. It's going to be a four quarter, four quarter game. We know that. You know, um, you know. Last year we it came down right there to the end. We had the play. You know, the the trick play where we just dropped it. You know, right there right in the end zone and with a chance to win. And you know, I mean, again, stuff happens. Um, you know, I, I look at you know, Coach Peacock does a great job with those guys, and um, you know, it's going to be a tough matchup. It, you know, I don't. I don't know necessarily that it's revenge that we're looking for. We're just looking to get healthy, and we're looking to go out and play play our brand of football and to execute things and do things the right way. That's a good way to look at it, Coach. Real good way to look at it. Well, Coach, was there anybody who stood out to you during Friday night's game that you wanted to highlight? Uh, you know, I, I thought Jerry Wall had a pretty good game. Um, you know, we've, we Jerry Wall is as talented a kid as, as anybody we play. Um, we've asked him – uh, to move from that outside linebacker spot 
to safety. You know, and Jerry's a 225, 230-pound linebacker, and he's playing safety right now. Uh, but he's a four-six guy, so he can do it. And, you know, and and if we're asking him to do something he's never really done on a on a on a permanent basis. Uh, then with Kylan out, he's also running the ball at running back. You know, so we're putting we're, we're putting him to work uh, in a different way. I thought he handled the assignment really, really well. Uh, made sure he's kind of the quarterback of the defense and made sure everybody was lined up properly. Uh, constantly, I thought he played pretty well um, on Friday night. That's awesome, Coach. That's awesome. Well, you know, you always want to take this moment to highlight a few guys that really stepped up um, and really kind of bring it to the extra and be leaders for the team. And so I do appreciate it. Well, Coach, like I said before, I think think y'all are overdue uh, for one of your games, your brand of style football, as you like to say. I think y'all get healthy this week, have a good week of practice, and uh, wish y'all good luck uh, the following week versus Center Hill. And uh, I'll be at the game. Looking forward to shaking your hand and watching a, a good ball game, man. Absolutely, man. Looking forward to it, bud. Thanks again, Coach, for your time. Thank you. All right, so of all the local teams right now, the one that I'm extremely the most impressed with by far is Lewisburg. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. They could honestly, honestly win the district. I, these guys are playing tough ball, dude. I mean, Itawamba is no slouch. No, they're not. So here, and, I'm, I'm, I'm and, gonna be real with you. Yeah. So let's let's be honest yeah. right here. Are you ready for this? Yeah. They beat Center Hill thirty three to nothing. No, you're wrong. The officials were garbage, and but they beat them. They had a mission. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you know, they right. easily beat them twenty one nothing. You know, you, whatever you want to call it. All right, we Center Hill could have beat DeSoto Central in the Jamboree the way we played, right? Yeah. Um, in the whole nine yards. So I, I 100% believe Lewis Burke can beat DeSoto Central. We just beat Hernando. They'll beat Hernando, no problem. Yeah. South Haven got beat by Lake Comrade, and if Lewis Burke had really? had a starting quarterback, they would have beat Lake Comrade. So put that in comparison. Okay, you follow? Yeah. You, are you, yeah. you scooping yeah. when I'm pooping here? Yeah. yeah. And so the only, <laughs> the only thing left is Oxford. And guess what? Oxford has taken two thrashings from smaller schools. Yep, that's right. So let me tell you, the road moving forward for Lewisburg, if they stay healthy mm-hmm. and stay consistent, they have a chance to run the table and go from the 0-10 Lewisburg homecoming mm-hmm. team to the undefeated 7A district champions in three years yep. under the new head coach, Dustin Hector. Yeah. Call it what you want. That's right. That's impressive. Well, right now they're butter because, brother, they are on a roll. Yes, That's for sure. There ain't no doubt. There ain't no doubt. Well, guys, as always, we appreciate you listening to our show. We're going to call it a wrap for this episode. Next week, we are going to be taking the week off. We have all of our coaches are taking a bye week. Uh, Tantoni and I are going to take a weekend off. We've got some stuff going on, um, and we are going to try to enjoy it like everybody else, and we hope you all enjoy your weekend. And so we'll catch back up with you in a couple weeks. Uh, But, again, always appreciate you. And uh, please make sure you continue to tell your friends, your family, your coworkers, and everybody else about the show. We really, really appreciate it. But other than that, this is uh, for Pod. I'm Zach. I'm T. And we'll see you all then. So hungry, can we please go eat? It's time to decide 
Just want you to know. I hope you make up your mind. I am. I tell you. Too hungry. I'm gonna go eat. Go Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.